Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Sports Talk. Hope you're all doing well. I want to talk about two NFL wide receivers who are under pressure to perform this season and how they will go about doing that and achieving their goals this season. So, with that being said, I want to start off by talking about T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Hilton has been one of the best players for almost eight, nine seasons now. And he has continued to be recognized and appreciated along his journey. Now, Hilton is not considered one of those great type of receivers. But he consistently has shown up, been very productive early on in his career. And he's been making a name for himself on the deep ball and play action throughout his career. He was drafted in the third round, the 2012 NFL Draft. And coming in, he had to really step up and earn his place in the NFL. He was behind Reggie Wayne and a few other players at that time, working his way up the depth chart. And, you know, in his very first season, he really showed up, made a contribution to the team. He had a thousand yards in four straight seasons with the Colts. His first a thousand yard season came in 2013 and he became the number one option after Reggie Wayne had went down in that season. So he came in and really had some memorable performances. Not only in that season, but after that as well. Against the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Texans. He led the NFL in receiving yards in 2016. His first Pro Bowl selection was in 2014. And he he was rising... And being able to benefit the fact that he had a quarterback in Andrew Luck. And their chemistry was really good from the get-go. They could always make an impact no matter what deficit they had in a game. And T.Y. Hilton was the go-to guy in that offense. Continues to show up and, and play. And one of the things that he's looking forward to in this year is being able to bounce back. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But T.Y. Hilton, just a little bit about his background and where he came from. He played college football at Florida International University. Which wasn't a really a known school. But he made his impact there as a pro and 
you know, in 2012 when he entered the NFL, you know, he wasn't expected to contribute right away, but he showed up regardless and earned his spot among that receiving corps. And he ended up having seven touchdowns in his rookie rookie season, which was really impressive. Put it in perspective, T.Y. Hilton had a thousand yards in four straight seasons, where you know he called a lot of touchdown passes. You know, played at a high level. And one of the things that he prided himself on was the ability to play well against the competition. So he was able to make an impact and be healthy throughout these seasons where he was on the field a lot and being able to play. Now what ended up happening to T.Y. Hilton, I would say, is that in the NFL, you never know, you know, what your quarterback is going to be able to do over a long period of time. And so, while he was playing great alongside Andrew Luck and the rest of the team, my receivers, you know, he started to get up there in, in age. And he had signed a five-year, $85 million deal extension in 2015 after playing all 16 games. Colts had made it to the playoffs a couple of times, the divisional round, the wild card round. And then Andrew Luck surprised everyone in the NFL when he came out and said he was retiring due to injuries in, you know, in his career and being able to do things after football. So for T.Y. Hilton, while he loved and appreciated Andrew Luck, it was something that affected T.Y. Hilton also because then he had to work with another quarterback. And developing a chemistry with a quarterback is very tough if you don't have a period of time. And with Andrew Luck, he was a great route runner and explosive in himself. And Luck got him the ball a lot deep, but he was known for, for you know, making the plays down the field, exceptional at doing that. So when that retirement news came out, you know, Hilton was all supportive and he, you know, in the back of his mind, he knew that he could still be great, still be dependable. He just had to work with the quarterback they were going to bring in. And this past season... He worked with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Now, 2019, 20, you know, 2019 wasn't a great season for T.Y. Hilton because he had battled um, many injuries along the way. He had to overcome missing games due to a calf injury and 
just dealing with you know some of the abdominal issues as well so he wasn't able to be on the field a whole lot in 2019 and he never was able to develop that chemistry alongside Jacoby Brissett so while he was having some good seasons his production started to drop over these past couple of seasons one because of the games he was being able to you know play and he had to miss some games due to injury getting healthy getting back on the football field was was tougher to T.Y. Hilton but he continued to work himself push himself to get up there now in 2018 he had a great season but he still had a thousand yards receiving and six touchdowns but you know only playing 10 games due to ankle injuries and the calf and everything he wasn't able to be the best version of himself and the Colts weren't as good as well they struggled throughout that season without his production and that offense runs through T.Y. Hilton and it still does but seeing how you know, things started to change for him, not only at the quarterback level, where the quarterback level wasn't great as well, that his ability to uh, produce at a high level. So, what's going to be different about this season, I think, for T.Y. Hilton, what he really has to do is, you know, being able to be stay healthy throughout the season. And he's hungry to prove himself after a down year in his standards, but a lot of people think that, you know, he he underachieved last year, even though he had only played in ten games. They thought that his production started to slip a little bit, and he really had to show himself um, that he could, you know, be out there and compete. So, what the Colts did in the off season is they brought in Philip Rivers, and Philip Rivers has been known for making Keenan Allen a great receiver. It works both ways. So, seeing how Rivers has been successful in the deep ball over his career, game play action, performing at the highest level, that's a strength of T.Y. Hilton's game. I do expect him to play well and bounce back. And one of the things that goes in his direction is that, you know, he has. An offensive coordinator who believes in him, a head coach that knows that he can be successful again and, and produce for them at a high level. Cold offensive coordinator Nick Sarani had said, I expect the 2018 version of, of T.Y. Hilton. If he stays healthy, then there's no doubt that's what we'll see. He's still the main piece of this offense. T.Y. is who this pass offense runs through. And that is so true. T.Y. Hilton wants to retire as a Colt. He has made that clear to a lot of people through media media outlets that he wants to be able to retire a Colt and get one more big contract from the Colts. Now, will that happen? It remains to be seen because you know he's turning 31 years old this season, and the Colts have been trying to get younger as a team. And one of those steps they made was they drafted 
Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC to bolster their receiving corps. And Pittman has great potential and upside. So not only T.Y. Hilton will have to take him under his wing and, and teach him how to be a good receiver, but you also have someone like Paris Campbell who was drafted last year in the second round and he missed most of that season with injuries his hand and ankle so the Colts have him returning for a full season this year and to see what happens with that should be interesting Paris Campbell has been spoken highly of by his teammates, his coaches so you have Pittman Jr., you have Paris Campbell, then you have T.Y. Hilton. So, you know, will he be able to be able to produce and play at a high level while working with these guys to make them better? This offense will be spread out. Hilton's going to get a lot of opportunities to make plays, but he's also going to be able to teach other receivers his expertise and his uh, value and how to really be a great NFL receiver in today's game so for T.Y. Hilton if he can just stay healthy be able to capture some of that magic he had in the prior seasons where he led the NFL in receiving yards in 2016 and has made an impact, made the Pro Bowl four times. He's hungry in terms of wanting to prove himself, be able to get back out there, lead the Colts to the playoffs. Having team success is the first thing in his mind, but also if he can play well and show up and excel, then Colts will definitely reward him with another contract. I fully expect him to get that chemistry with Phillip Rivers going right away. And we have to see how the Colts go about you know, putting Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris Campbell, how they you know, put these guys in different formations. Because T.Y. Hilton can play many many different positions on in the slot, outside. So it all comes down to T.Y. Hilton being able to be available to do what he's always done throughout his career, make the most out of the situation he has. And I think that he's going to have a great year. I expect his production to go back up with the play of Phillip Rivers, who's an accomplished quarterback and can really get him the ball. I expect him to make other receivers better along the way. And we should definitely keep an eye on how T.Y. Hilton performs for the Indianapolis Colts this season. So, the next wide receiver that I want to talk about is Juju Smith-Schuster. Smith-Schuster plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he has made an impact 
early in his career. Really showing that he could be mentioned among some of the top receivers in today's NFL. So I'm going to go into a little bit about what he's been through and what he has to do this coming season to be a stealer for years to come. So Juju Smith-Schuster was drafted in the second round of the 2017 NFL Draft. He played college football at the University of Southern California. And he led that team, along with various other players, to a Rose Bowl victory. He's 23 years old. Going into a season where, you know, he had to work his way up the depth chart. So at that time, you know, they had receivers who were signed in the previous free agent period. And for Smith-Schuster, he just knew that he just had to compete against the best in practice and Antonio Brown. And then make his way up the depth chart and get opportunities. And he f- had flashes throughout his rookie season, which showed that he could play really, really well. He was behind Martavius Bryant at that time. So, you know, as a route runner, as a receiver, he was growing in that Pittsburgh offense, working with Mike Tomlin and Ben Rotterberger. And he had a breakout season in 2018, where he had over 1,400 yards receiving. He showed the ability to play alongside Antonio Brown in that 2018 season. And he had great numbers all around. You know, he had about five touchdowns. He was the first player to have five touchdowns before his 21st birthday. And he was the youngest player to have 500 receiving yards. So he had many records. He caught a lot of touchdown passes. One of the benefits of playing Antonio Brown is, you know, getting double covered. And Smith-Schuster took advantage of that. By getting open, by staying committed, working hard, learning from the best players around him. And, you know, he had a great season, which he was voted team MVP by his teammates. Pro Bowl selection as well. So things were looking really good for Juju Smith-Schuster. And, you know, like I said, he... Worked his way up the depth chart, and the Steelers eventually traded Martavius Bryant before the 2018 season. Smith was the number two receiver on the team, along with Brown, and they had a lot of success. That offense was pretty potent at times. And they ended up making the playoffs, and he had a touchdown or so in that game as well. They fell up short to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But things were going well. In terms of his development as a receiver and he fully felt that he could become a number one receiver at some point 
Now, I don't think he expected it to happen this way, but it ended up happening when Antonio Brown started to have problems with the Steelers in terms of his pay, and he was not behaving the best off the field, and the Steelers ended up having to trade Antonio Brown after the 2018 season, in which then Drew Schmister was put in that position of you're the number one guy now. You're the number one receiver on the team. And we fully expect you to go ahead and, and lead this offense in the future. Le'Veon Bell also, you know, not being there anymore. So Smith-Schuster was put in a position where he could really go out there and prove himself as a number one receiver in this past season. Now, for Smith-Schuster, he had to accept the responsibility of getting involved with Ben Roethlisberger more and more to get that chemistry even more to a point where they could really be potent still without Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. So, he was expected to step up and continue to play well and develop. And in 2019, Juju struggled with injuries throughout the season. So he was only able to play 12 games of that NFL season. Not to mention the fact that Ben Roethlisberger went down early in that season as well. So he had inconsistent play from his quarterback and Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph. But being number one receiver is being able to play with any quarterback, being able to make yourself so good in a lot of different ways that you can still provide impact and productivity to your teammates. So Juju had, you know, career lows in terms of catches, yards, and touchdowns. He was more healthy in the season than he could have made an impact, but it didn't work out that way. Juju Smith-Schuster also had to deal with the fact that the Steelers had drafted, you know, a few players in the later portion of the draft that year as well, James Washington and Deontay Johnson. And so those wide receivers started to, you know, play better as the season went along. And the Steelers finished with a good record, you know, not wasn't a losing season. They were 8-5 at, at, at a certain point, if I remember correctly. And... For Smith, you know, he just wasn't being able to stay on the field due to the injuries and, you know, posted low numbers across the board. He dropped passes as well at a higher rate, I believe, in this past season. And that was something that, you know, he had to really address and take care of is that while he was having the ability to stretch the field and make plays, there are certain situations and games that he ended up fumbling the football, which did 
end up affecting the Steelers in the season that Antonio Brown played last. And Brown went after Smith-Schuster, and I thought that wasn't fair, and things happen, and Smith-Schuster has learned from that experience, and I think if he can just become more productive and be able to catch more on a consistent basis, then that will help him a lot. Because, like, like I said mentioned before, he's under pressure this season, one, because the Steelers are going to have Big Ben back. They're going to have Deontay Johnson and James Washington, James Conner, Eric Ebron. And Smith Schuster's looking to get paid. This is a contract year for Smith Schuster. If he's able to go out there and really lead this Pittsburgh offense and be productive, then not only will the team have success and be able to get back to the postseason, but getting himself secure financially as well so that he can continue to grow and be in the NFL. He's got great ability, in my view. He's already flashed that in his short time in the NFL so far. The challenge for him is just to be able to take the competition in that he's going to be receiving, work with other receivers, but make sure that he's in a place where he can step up when they need him the most in those games that will matter, the ones that he'll have to make a play. That's what they're looking to see. Mike Tomlin has great faith in him. Big Ben has a lot of faith in him. His teammates do. And I'm sure he's hungry to prove himself after having a tough season. And we're going to see the best version of him, I think, this season. He'll just have to be more consistent, develop into a number one receiver more, and be able to make plays and be productive. Because... What the Steelers are looking at and what a lot of teams look at these players is uh, they start to have a decline in their play. You know, should we start drafting the next guy or take their place? Now, in this case, every person is unique. I'm sure James Washington, Deontay Johnson are going to do their thing. And they're going to, it's going to be a healthy competition in camp. And they do have time to practice and just seeing how Smith is going to change as a receiver this year, what he's going to do differently than he did last year. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing because the Steelers, despite everything that they faced last season with all the injuries and diversity, they were a winning team. And if Smith Schuster was available in more games, they could have made the playoffs, even with Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hodges. But Smith Schuster has been working on his game. He's been talking to the right people. He knows what he has to do as a player. And I fully expect him to be that receiver that he was in 2018. With having Rotzelberger back, getting him more touches on the ball, getting him more involved in the offense. I think we're going to see him play a lot of different positions. I think they're going to try to get him the ball with different, different combinations and, you know, route running. And I do think he'll be number one receiver for the team. 
He's got the support. He's got the ability to do so. He's healthy. Finally, after all these, all these injuries that he faced last season. So now just by putting it out on the, on the field. And I think that with having another year of experience under his belt, not having any kind of distractions, staying in the right mindset, I think when the games start happening, I think you'll see Smith-Schuster come up. He'll, he'll make plays. And I expect him to have a great uh, great season ahead because he has been looking to make himself mentioned among those NFL receivers that are, are superb in their you know superb in their uh, their own teams like Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. So I think for Smith Schuster, he has to be even on their level, just as superb and excellent as they are. Because he was that way through USC. He flashed it early on in his first couple of years in Pittsburgh. And if he can just build upon that and stay hungry and motivated to prove all those people who are saying, no, he won't become a number one receiver. He's a good number two receiver always. I think Specialist is going to impress a lot of people this season. He's going to, he's going to play like he... He needs that contract, that extension. He wants to be a, he wants to be the, the difference maker for that team. And I fully expect him to do so in the coming NFL season.